0: Hello world, this is America's Supermom, and this is a special edition that I call the Corona Chronicles. During this time, we are suffering from a pandemic that is affecting everyone across the world. We are joined with the um, rules and regulations of uh, being shelter in place, which means we are limited with the ability to about our daily business, confined to our homes based on a coronavirus that has been sweeping the entire world. Um, For some people, the effects could be mild. uh, For others, it can be fatal. So we are coming together as um, a community, as uh, a family during this time of difficulty to share what it is like um, in our part of the world, how we are affected and the things that we have in common, what kind of problems that um, are taking place in our industries and in our relationships and finances, and coming together so that we can um, plan for a better tomorrow. As this epidemic or pandemic um, crosses the world, You know, we are waiting for um, relief. We're waiting for the virus to um, die off and uh, for us to go back to some state of normalcy, whatever that may be, um, after um, things kind of settle down. So what is that going to look like once the dust settles? You know, how are things going to be different? So as we go through this um, process, we're coming together as a world to create ideas, strategies, connect in ways that we have never connected before. So that is the purpose of the special podcast that I call the Corona Chronicles, so that we can get some insight and have empathy and compassion on one another create new innovative ideas that can not only improve our life but our fellow brothers and sisters across the world. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, how are you?
1: Hey Lachelle, how are you?
0: I am well, so nice to uh, have you join me today on a call.
1: I'm honored
0: Oh, I am really excited. I got a chance to go over your bio um, and uh, really excited to hear your tagline, um, living your message with every step across the stage and social media. That just really stuck out to me well, thank uh, you. as the motivational firewood guy. So mm-hmm. before we get started, um, diving into our conversation, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came up with this phrase that kind of signifies who you are.
1: I think the biggest lesson I've ever got, and this is actually from one of my grandfathers, was to leave at least one situation a day better than you found it and to just be your genuine, real, authentic self because you never have to look over your shoulder that way. Mm
0: -hmm. And when I decided
1: to become a speaker right around 2003, 2004, I said, okay, okay. Everything I do, everything I say, everything I write, everything I record, everything I film is going to be, for better or for worse, the genuine real version of me. Mm. And that has carried me through. We all see the gurus out there talking about success, posing with their Ferraris mansions and yachts, which are generally rented (laughs) (laughs) right hi look at me you know uh and i said you know i'm I'm a regular everyday blue collar guy who Mm -hmm. just wanted to take that persona and that person and wherever i am whether i'm on a stage whether i'm on camera whether i'm on somebody's radio show or whether i'm walking down the street or in the captain crunch aisle at the grocery store I'm the same exact person in every spot. And that has been the decision that changed my life forever.
0: Yes. You know, and, you know, I uh, was able to come to terms with this after my own struggle with depression and uh, finally walking away from that victim mindset. So for many of the people who are listening, you know, we're now in a place uh, in time where we could sit back and really reflect what advice would you give them to kind of come to terms to. Um, have this true recognition of who you are and to get to being that person uh, all the time, everywhere you go.
1: There's actually four tools that I suggest people use and engage to do that. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when I say four, they they grab a pen and they look at me all nervous, like, oh, my gosh, how much is this going to cost? I go, relax. (laughs) You already have two of them in, you know. Presently, it's pen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: pen, paper, heart, and mind. Mm. Unplug, go somewhere quiet. I happen to live in southern New Hampshire. We're about an hour from the beach, from the ocean. So mm-hmm. I, I used to go there. Now, would say pen, paper, heart, and mind. What I want you to do is just leave, leave your phone, leave anything electronic in the car, or just shut everything else down. Mm-hmm. Go sit somewhere quiet and just start digging within yourself. Think of everything that's good in your life right now. And even if there's only a couple of things that you can see, Mm -hmm. think of the things you'd like to change. Think of how you'd like to change them, how you would like to feel, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even just a couple of just start off broad brushing because that's what most people do. It's like resolutions. Mm -hmm. They go, I want to be happier, healthier and have more money. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a start, but start being very descriptive. Look in the mirror and say what you like about yourself. Mm-hmm. Even if you just say, you know what, I have sexy eyes <laughs> and it makes right. you laugh and right. you write it down. Uh, if you're not sure what to ask, find somebody whom you trust and just say, why do you hang out with me? Mm-hmm. You might be surprised at just how many good things you've got inside you that maybe because of the way you were brought up, because of the way you let other people Maybe manipulate your your emotions or feelings about yourself. Just sit down, pen, paper, heart and mind and start digging. You're going to find some really at least great initial building blocks and then figure out the direction you want to go in and use those to your best advantage
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just start building. I mean, I threw it all away at age mm-hmm. 35. I quit a successful 10 year radio career, went through wow. a divorce and was $62,000 in debt and have to crawl home and live with family. Wow. And that was the first time I did that exercise, and that's how I came up with it.
0: That is so awesome. You know, so for somebody who that sounds so good and and doesn't sound like it takes a lot, but they're just that fear, you know, that uh, what they're going to find when they do that inner uh, reflection, you know, what advice would you give them for that? Because a lot of times we're distracted by the noise, of social media, or always doing something, that there's a fear of everything just slowing down and being quiet.
1: Yeah, I actually found that there's a strength in slowing down and being quiet. And believe me, I'm one of those guys. I mean, according to the Chinese calendar, <laughs> I was born in the year of the monkey, but I <laughs> swear my spirit animal is actually a squirrel <laughs> because I'm just go, 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 go. There's actually... Peace, serenity, and a, a very an amazing quiet strength in mm-hmm. silence and quiet. And sometimes mm-hmm. maybe we're afraid of what we're going to hear from inside of us when we're quiet. And that's why mm-hmm. we bury ourselves in the noise, the distraction, the 24-7-mile-a-minute mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. I was working with a life coach in 2004, my very first one. And I was his very first client, so he tried everything out on me. Mm-hmm. I was his guinea pig. <laughs> in one of our sessions, he says, we're not going to be on the phone this week. Come to my house. Okay. And I said, okay. And I went down and he says, we have a little brook in our backyard and it rained for a week straight. It was almost a river.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: says, grab a folding chair. We're going to sit down there. And I thought, well, okay. And then he turned to me when we sat at the edge of the water and he said, we're not going to say a word for 30 minutes. We're going to absorb the silence and we're just going to. Just notice what's going on inside of us. Mm. I didn't make it 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, why are we doing this? And he kept going. (laughs) He would not say a word to me. He just kept doing the shush gesture Wow. with eight minutes left. I got it. Mm. I heard the water. I heard birds. I could hear insects. All of Mm -hmm. a sudden, when my brain wasn't racing a mile a minute. And of course, back then, I was uh, a stand-up comedian as well. So I was always trying to be funny and just deflect. I didn't take anything seriously because I figured if I was still dancing, nobody could hurt me. Mm. And with eight minutes left in the half hour, I got it. Heard the birds, the insects. I could hear, and it took me a while to figure out where it was, a certain rock that when the water hit a certain way, it made a cool splash. Sound. Wow, and I found that, and then so I enjoyed eight minutes of that, and he says, "Okay, we're done." And I'm, I'm like, if I hand you my checkbook, can I have another hour next to the next to the break? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome. But all these
1: years later, I, I still go back to that and the gift of the silence.
0: Mm, that's amazing. Now, so as you are on the other side, so to speak, because a lot of us are you know, taking this journey for whatever reason uh, now with this virus where we're stay in shelter um, type of orders that are going on, um, how do you um, manage to keep your spirits lifted? You know, because sometimes when it's a place where, you know, you're kind of conditioned where you have to do something, you know, what is it? some practices or routines that you do to make sure that you're able to maintain that positive space and outlook. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, The, the answer is something that's actually been helping me for over eight years. Uh, I Mm -hmm. keep a gratitude journal. Okay. And it's, I keep it, it's a hard bomb journal. It's kind of like a blank notebook that you get from, you know, Barnes and Nobles or a bookstore. And Mm -hmm. I keep it under the back of my laptop so that my laptop is at a slant.
0: And so every morning
1: I flip open the cover of the laptop and I reach behind it and I pull out the journal. So as, as my computer is booting up, uh-huh. I, I write down and this is how simple it can be. I write down the date okay. and I write the words good stuff. And then I write one, two, three. And in less than a line each, in, it has to be less than one line. I have to describe my favorite moments from the previous day, whether it was something really funny or an act of kindness I was able to commit or something someone did for me or an idea that I had. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to say, number one, I was on the Shell's radio show. Awesome. (laughs) And what I found out is it's a great way to jumpstart. It's almost like putting jumper cables on your day. The first emotions you're feeling are joyful. And mm-hmm. sometimes even now people will say, well, there's nothing happy about this. Sure, there is. There are wow. so many people out there right now doing good things to help mm-hmm. others, to pick other spirits up. I mean, we've got truck drivers and nurses and doctors and frontline people that mm-hmm. are warriors right now. Yeah. And I'm thankful for them. Hey, I ta- mm-hmm. I bought a coffee for a truck driver yesterday. I, I called my friend who's a nurse and just said, thank you. Uh And somebody once said, well, I don't have time for gratitude. I'm busy. So I actually filmed myself the following day after this person said that, and I put it up on YouTube. It took 38 seconds for me to write three gratitudes. Wow. That's how I start every day now. I'm I'm writing well over a thousand things per year because I don't do it every day. I try to. But right. at the end of the year, when you're in the week between Christmas and New Year's, and at least here in New England, it's cold and it's dark. And people mm-hmm. say, hey, Steve, how was your year? Well, when it's already cold and dark and you're not maybe not feeling well and you just, well, I guess it was okay. I can mm-hmm. open up my book and read a thousand reasons why this year brought me joy. That and I can't so be down after
0: that. I just can't. Mm-hmm. That is so amazing. So. um, You know, that just gratitude is just the key, I tell you, because that, you know, it it helps you with your perspective. You know, in so many ways, you know, we always think of the big, shiny things that uh, we assume give us joy and gratitude. And when you're able to reflect and find those little things that uh, really can be impactful in our lives, it's just amazing. Yes. So you mentioned the whole thing about having humor and deflecting. So how would somebody recognize if that's something they're doing? Because, you know, a lot of times we uh, focus on uh, having masks, ways that we're kind of preventing people from really seeing our true self. So if someone is deflecting, um, what are some signs of that, and what would you recommend them begin to do? Yeah,
1: for me, it was being uh, deflecting. It was a combination of deflecting and being extremely self deprecating. I mean, mm. really taking shots at myself. And of course, I did it thinking it was just me being funny. But what mm-hmm. I was telling the world around me was I'm not worth your money, I'm not worth your time, I'm not worth your investment. And it, it all came to a head in 2011. I was at a speaking event. Mm-hmm. And on the third day, I spoke every day. And on the third day, it wrapped up at noon. And at 1230, myself and the organizers and the other speakers were all sitting in a circle in a chair. And basically, they staged an intervention on me. Wow. I said, Steve, Friday, real good. Saturday, real good. Today, what the heck happened? You sacrificed yourself up there. I was talking about some old stories when my life was, was not that great. And I just Uh beat myself up from there till the end of the speech. They said, you are so not serving yourselves. And in the same process, not serving your audience because Uh. they won't see the value in you if you keep doing that. And there's a a fine line in a story, a way I used to describe it. I mean, I still do a little self-deprecating here and there, but I don't believe it. It's not damaging. It's cute, silly, funny little stuff. I said, it's a lot like the clown going to the circus all day, Mm -hmm. taking pies in the face Mm -hmm. and falling down to make people laugh. But when Mm -hmm. the big top is taken down and the lights are shut off, the clown walks home in the dark crying all alone. Mm -hmm. That's what I was doing to myself. Wow. And if you are doing that, speak to somebody who who's qualified to help you understand mm-hmm. why you're doing it and mm-hmm. i highly recommend it sometimes people say oh steve you should coach people on this that's not where my training lies
0: right speak right. with someone
1: there's no stigma attached speak with someone right. who can help you because when that switch gets flipped and i had my my life coach coach dan back in the day who was a great mm-hmm. help with that and we turned mm-hmm. a corner and all of a sudden I I ran into somebody at a speaking event who had seen me years before when I was very self-deprecating and then saw me Mm -hmm. years later and said, you know, you're telling the same stories, but you're not beating yourself up with them. There's a lesson in them now. They're funny now because we can Mm -hmm. see how they impacted your life and how you grew.
0: Mm, How profound. That's good. You mentioned something like you don't believe it anymore. You know, so. Before you were saying these stories, and it was as if you believed the stories you were saying. Is that what you? Oh, exactly. About?
1: When I, I I used to refer to oh, okay. myself as uh, Hurricane Knucklehead, Category Five, or I, I once gave mm. three speeches in a row at Toastmasters about myself that had the word idiot in the title, and I just wow. was making myself a punching bag. Mm. And then somebody, again, and even in Toastmasters, somebody called me out on it privately. said, Mm -hmm. If you want to succeed as a speaker, you've got to stop doing that.
0: Take Mm -hmm. the lessons
1: and show your growth. Don't just keep reliving and beating yourself up over past decisions, which is what I was doing. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. This is awesome. So you make the transition from um, having that type of um, pattern to now living your message with every step across the stage and social media. That is just Thank awesome. You. So um, how is it? What, what else do you do kind of like in your daily routine or just regular check-ins that kind of helps you maintain that level of um, motivation and just recognizing how you really have something to give and serve to other people?
1: I have committed as have my, my family and, and many close friends to committing at least one act of kindness per day and the mm. free ones. Cause right now people say, well, we don't have any money. You know, our income is affected. I, I get it. The free ones mm-hmm. are actually the most fun. And my favorite game to play is shopping cart rodeo. Okay. Whenever I go oh, to okay. a store, as soon as I get out of my car, first thing I do is look for an abandoned cart that needs to be returned either to the corral or to the store and do it without judgment. I don't know why someone left it there. It's not for me to decide. Right. And even better is if you see somebody who's got, maybe they're on their last bag or two being put into the car. Maybe it's a mom with kids Mm -hmm. and the kids are already in the car and you know, she's not going to be comfortable leaving the car from about 15, Mm -hmm. 20 feet away. I'll say, excuse me, would you like me to return that carriage for you? No one has Mm. ever refused it. And I remember this one little old lady. She was about four and a Uh half feet tall, and I'm six foot two. And I said, ma'am, please, before (laughs) I get over there, please just take your purse out of there. And I pointed up to the light poles. I said, because we don't need to see these cameras catch video of you beating me up in the parking lot. She had a (laughs) laugh on her. It was a cackle. And I I wasn't really having a great day up until then. As soon as I touched that cart and said, ma'am, thank you so much for letting me do this. I hope you have a great day. There was a smile on my face Uh the rest of the day. Now, that was two years ago. And I'm smiling right now. And that's the beauty of kindness Mm -hmm. and laughter and good emotions. You anchor them.
0: in Mm -hmm. In something I was
1: taught years ago as a speaker, never tell stories, relive them. That's mm. the difference. And I got that from a gentleman named James Malinchak, whose program I invested in. And that was the the biggest gold nugget. You relive wow. and your audience will also feel the emotion of
0: that. And it's a gift you mm-hmm. give them. Right. This is awesome. So what is one tool that somebody could use to uh, be able to transcend uh, form their stories to reliving them,
1: uh, and it goes back to pen and paper. Go back and okay. and flesh out your story, and and keep asking yourself, "How did that make me feel?"
0: Mm. You know, sometimes people
1: can string together. And I, and I did stand up comedy for seven years. You can string together a story and make it make it funny, make it interesting, make it impactful. But when an audience mm-hmm. sees you reliving it, I've gotten so much feedback over the years from people who've said, Oh my gosh, I saw you five years ago and they will tell back to me the story and they'll tell me how it made them feel, which caused them to remember it now for five plus years and, and commit it to themselves as a learning tool. And as a speaker, I got to say that is the greatest reward when, when, And I tell all my audiences, look, if you wake up tomorrow and you think one more positive thought, speak one more kind word or take one more positive action just because of our time together, Mm -hmm. it's a huge win for both of us because I'll know I did what I was supposed to do and you can benefit and apply it
0: in your life. That is so true. That is awesome. Now, so what is a book that you would uh, recommend? You know, we have a lot of time on our hands with uh, being at home, so what would you recommend somebody read, or an audio book, or something?
1: Uh-huh. The book I recommend to everyone, and it's funny because it's not at the top of many people's lists.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a book called "The Go Giver." Okay, if you think of the By phrase, Bob phrase, You there? You go. You got okay. it, Bob Berg and John David Mann. Yes, they co-wrote the whole series. Mm-hmm. That was the original book, and I had a chance. I've had a chance to have several conversations with Bob
0: mm-hmm. and
1: meet him at a few events. And I tell you, personally and professionally, there is no other book on earth that has impacted me the way that book has. And I have it uh, on audio. I originally had it on a CD, Mm -hmm. and I played it so many times. I think you can see through the CD at this point. I wore it out. (laughs) 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 And every time I listen back to it, there's a a line, a phrase, or a reference, or a, a little tiny, tiny lesson. And I look at it, I go... Was that there last time? I don't remember that because I've grown every single time I've listened to it. I've listened to it well over sixty times.
0: Wow. Okay. So give us one key, you know, phrase or takeaway that really stands out, you know, that you would like to share.
1: Yeah. It's it's anything you do, seeing this bigger opportunity, and just do what you do the way you do it for the reasons you do it, and be aware when the right people show up and be authentically uh-huh. yourself uh-huh. because that way uh, you know the universe god whatever power you choose to believe in it increases the odds that similar energy is going to be out there to uh-huh. connect with you and all of a sudden opportunities open up and in the book it's basically this one man's journey that takes place over a week or so
0: hmm uh-huh.
1: And how quickly he learns and applies the lessons. As much as he fought it originally, his original reason for wanting success got boomeranged around the other way. Mm -hmm. And he Mm -hmm. got what he wanted in a different and more exciting way than he ever
0: thought possible. That's awesome yeah, so leaving us there with a little cliffhanger. That's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't reveal. And it's actually a very short book. it's It's okay. not a long book, it's about hundred and ten pages. and I believe the audio is maybe two two and a half hours, maybe.
0: Okay. yeah. Okay. So yeah, that is awesome. So just in light of what's going on here in the world and how everybody is connected and affected. What advice or uh, life lesson would you want to leave the audience with, you know, as we begin this journey of looking forward to, you know, this virus passing and, you know, having a new beginning, so to speak?
1: Have real conversations every day, mm-hmm. whether it's with uh, your, fa- you know, if you're with your family, your spouse or or whatever, if you're with friends, wherever you are, have real conversations. and the the real gift of all this is basically all the technology is still working. Mm-hmm. If there's mm-hmm. somebody you haven't talked to in a while, pick up your phone and call them. They're home too. <laughs> right.
0: right. <laughs>
1: you know, we're not just hiding from each other. Now mm-hmm. uh, the robo calls have pretty much stopped.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's
1: asking me if I want to uh, extend the warranty on my car. Right. I've had more real conversations in the past seven days than I've probably had in the previous month.
0: Wow.
1: Uh, I've been doing big time the circuit. And I'm so appreciative that you asked me to be on your show. Mm-hmm. I've been doing Zoom call interviews, anchor radio show interviews. I have been just having amazing, fun, real, intelligent, and motivational, inspirational conversations
0: mm-hmm.
1: with people. And then sharing them on my channels with people. Well, I,
0: that, that is phenomenal. So for somebody who is in your field, Mm -hmm. you know, this is the last thing that we want to leave the audience with. Um, What would you recommend? So you uh, talked about Anchor and Zoom, Mm -hmm. you know, in order to position yourself strategically during this time, um, you know, forever, how long it lasts. What are some key things that you would tell them to begin to do as we transition to um, a new normal?
1: Yes. Uh, Depending on what your topic is, and actually it can apply to any topic, Mm -hmm. start to write down and share and reflect upon all the things you are learning during this, because everyone is going to be able to relate to what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. How can you apply it to your message? And if you've been a road warrior for the past 10, 15, 20 years in a different airport every four days and you've never done your own radio show. You don't know how to do a Facebook live. You don't know how to do a zoom call. Uh Learn very quickly because the new normal means you need to be able to share your message, your face, your voice, your tonality, Uh your emotion and connection in whole new ways. I've been very fortunate to be on all of these platforms Uh for more than a decade. So it hasn't been as abrupt for me as it has Mm -hmm. for others Mm -hmm. but the world needs you now more than ever I'm doing more Facebook lives and I'm doing them longer than ever before wow and I'm getting better connection better feedback more support more shares more views than ever Mm -hmm. Mm because I'm just sitting around the digital campfire sharing some stories with people I love that of hope
0: that's awesome and then, you know, for um, people possibly with monetizing, you know, because, uh, you know, if this is your main source of income, you know, in terms of being a speaker, going to these events, you know, what would you tell them to begin to kind of transition and do in order to, you know, create a buffer during this time?
1: Definitely learn the skills and the technology so that you can present what you do in a virtual way. Matter of fact, right and- before we get on this call... Uh, mm-hmm. I got a request from a, uh, an association I spoke for a couple of years ago saying, Steve, we're going virtual this year. You are one of our favorite speakers. Can you do a 20 minute virtual presentation?
0: Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's I, my next call is to my agent to say, you know, take care of the details of this. I'll take care of the content and let's
0: rock and roll. That is so awesome. Yeah. Well, you have just been a pleasure. I am so glad that we were able to connect and um really appreciate these nuggets that you have left the audience with.
1: As there, are there
0: any final words that you want to say today?
1: I would say just be authentically, genuinely, 100% you. You may not think you're perfect. I believe there's no such thing as perfection. Mm-hmm. But someone in the shadows today needs a hero. And mm-hmm. if you're out there just being you, you can be that person who inspires somebody else to say, okay, I can do this for one more day. Uh-huh. There's a lot of that out there right now. Uh-huh. Just remember you are someone's hero, whether you believe it or not, Right, you are. So please go be the best, brightest, most intelligent, fun, loving, caring, exciting version of yourself. You can be every single day. Awesome.
0: Very well said. And then what's the best way that the audience could get a hold of you? You know, a lot of people are reaching out now.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, mm-hmm. best place is my website, which has everything on it. It's motivationalfirewood.com.
0: Okay. All right. Well, again, we want to thank you so much for joining us and, uh, we look forward to seeing a lot of your work in action, uh, Online, and I encourage everybody to reach out to you because you definitely are uh, an inspiration. Love your energy and um, expecting great things uh, from you from the rest of the year.
1: Thank you, LaShelle. I appreciate it. This has been, and I'm going to give you the ultimate compliment. This has been uh, effortless.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I look forward to us connecting again soon. Okay,
1: most definitely.
0: All right. You have a wonderful day.
1: You too. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for that uh, insight. Steve Camlin. that was just great. Um, just some great energy. Um, I love so many golden nuggets that he was able to share with us. I love the fact that as we go through these times, there are things that we can do every day that can improve our world and um, the lives of others. And they don't have to cost anything. So um, I hope that this was a blessing to those who heard it and that as we go about our daily lives, that we take from this message that we can all do something, nothing too small, uh, to make tomorrow and today a better place for everyone.